Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hi, I'm Kim Holderness. I'm Penn Holderness. <laughs> you guys, you found the Holderness Family Podcast, and we couldn't be more excited that you have. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're well as you're listening to this. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah, how are you doing? How are you doing, babe? You know, this is the season. Tis. T- it is the season when typically I start losing my mind a little bit. Because we, I love this time of year. It's, you know, the holidays are approaching. And let's face it, I already have, I'm, I'm sneaking out Christmas decorations. And sneaking? You're not, and you're not even noticing. What are you that. talking about? No, it's, there's no sneaking. They're, yeah, uh, they're I, everywhere. There's, I, a, there's a giant moose on our front porch. Yes. I, and there were for about three days, there was a scarecrow and the reindeer and it mm-hmm. was a real identity crisis on our front porch, but I finally committed to the reindeer. So I love this time of year, but it, it fills very quickly. So today we're going to talk about my personal challenge. I'm calling it the slow 60 that I started at the beginning of November. And if you want to jump in to it, I'm just going to tell you what my goals are. We're very excited to hear about that. First, a couple of housekeeping things. Okay, tell just, us. Just for our friends out there. We have these holiday gift guides out. <gasps> yeah, that, that we're really way. excited about. They are tailored, hopefully, for specific types of people. Mom, dad. Friends, teens, teens, and you can find those very easily by going to our website, theholdernessfamily.com. W-W-W. Oh my, HTTP colon slash slash www.theholdernessfamily.com. Make sure and put that the in front of the Holderness family or you will literally get my family's telephone list. <laughs> oh, it's it's password protected, so you won't, you the, won't actually the, get No, it. no, but like, yeah, and it'll say, hey, if you want the, the Christmas jammies family, please click on here. But it's been a fun little journey with my uh, Uncle Chuck because that poor guy, yeah. they, I think a lot of people go over there expecting to see it and then they see a password protected telephone number file. Anyway. Anyway, so I, I want to back up. I want to tell you a story. I, the old TMI, I had a procedure last week, two weeks ago, called uh, an endometrial ablation. And it basically, 
Again, this is two sentences of TMI. Perimenopausal, so my periods are super heavy and disgusting and like actual medical events. So this is in an effort to reduce that. And and I was going to be put under anesthesia. The doctor said, you might be uncomfortable for a few days, so just be prepared to take it easy. And when she said that to me, I was like, oh my gosh, I am so excited. And she looked at me as if I were an alien. And she, you know, she was prescribing pain meds that I might need afterwards. And she said, you know, everybody handles it differently. Just be prepared to take a couple days of just, you're going to have to be close to a couch, close to a bed. I was thrilled. I was so excited. And I looked at her. I'm like, listen, I never have a doctor's note to be able to chill out. And she said, if your life is really like that, you need to fix that. That level of stress is not good for you. And I was like, ha, 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 ha. But seriously, it forced me to evaluate why I needed a minor procedure surgery and anesthesia as an excuse to slow the heck down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's very telling. It doesn't surprise me knowing the speed at which we operate. I think like you, you factor a lot of things into this, right? You have children at a, at a pivotal point in their lives and the need to be like very active with them. There, we are in what they call the prime earning years that any any person who does finance will tell you about. So I, I guess I'm saying all that to say I bet a lot of other people listening to you have this same feeling. And I also, before we proceed, want to know the incredible privilege it is to be able to say, oh, I want to take opportunities to really slow down. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, you know, can do that. And I remember very distinctly my mother, I was probably 10 years old and my mother was going back to school. She was a full-time piano teacher and she we needed to run to Publix in Florida to, you know, get food for dinner and we were literally running because I think she had a piano student waiting for her and again she was getting she was getting her masters or I mean she was the woman did not sleep and the, these two older men sat on the bench out front and they're like slow down, sweetie, and she just looked at them and she screamed she's like I cannot slow down. Because she couldn't at that time. And there are times in our lives when, you know, jobs, kids, careers, the whole thing, you can't, if you stopped, you, things, like the plate stopped spinning. But we are in that situation right now. But I, that is why I am trying to carve out ways to slow down because this level of stress that I I self-inflicted, it's just not good long term. Yeah. And I would even argue, I mean, you mentioned the privilege of slowing down no matter where you are in life or what you have to get done. I agree with you. And I want to hear more about this because I do think there's a certain level where it becomes counterproductive. Right. right. Yeah. And I think I had to do sort of an audit of my life. And I think I was guilty of filling every single minute with something in unnecessary ways I'm going to be just really vulnerable and admit some embarrassing facts about myself right now. I would scroll social media while I was brushing my teeth. Cause you know, I have one of those electric toothbrushes and there's like a timing thing. So, you know, it's longer than I wanted. And so you get a little bored brushing your teeth for that long. I would sit there and scroll my phone. I don't need to do that. I don't need, I can just brush my flipping teeth. I, as soon as I woke up, I would hit play on one of those daily news, like you know, listen to the daily or a daily news podcast as I'm making 
breakfast and prepping lunches. Like my, even if I wasn't physically interacting with the phone, my, I was getting this, I was being bombarded with information. I, on, you know, drives to school or, you know, with my kids, I would make work calls. You know, I, I would fill that time. I would content, I would answer, we have all these Zoom meetings. I would sit there and answer emails and texts while other people were talking, which is really rude. If I'm in line at Target, the grocery store, anything, I would just whip out my phone and check text messages, check email, start scrolling social media. Every single minute of my day, I was filling with things. And I think for me personally, being so, it, it, it created a sense of busyness that wasn't real. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I mean, we're going to, this is something I want to revisit down the line once we get through your your I, your your radical new plan, which I'm actually very excited about. But I think there's different types of people who where that really doesn't serve them well. I think there's certain people where when it comes to a mundane chore, having something else to keep their brain occupied is not a bad thing. Absolutely. But but I do understand for especially for for you and thank you for being vulnerable about all vulnerable about all this. You can make yourself feel busy by just doing all those things when actually you don't need to feel that way. One of the weird blessings of the amazing race. I mean, there were many blessings, but you, you hand over your cell phone day Mm -hmm. one. So you don't have a cell phone. You don't, they take the radios and phones out of the hotel room. So there's zero potential for contact with the outside world. Uh, It's panic inducing as that was to not have contact with our kids. It was lovely. Yeah. It's probably the thing that we talk about the most, with people that that surprises them because everyone who we talk to face to face wants to know about behind the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. They've seen all the other stuff. They want to know about behind the scenes, and that's usually the first thing that we say is they took away your phones, they took away your and every the faces like, that we <gasps> get from people like, "Are you kidding me?" Mm-hmm. And we probably made that face too when we heard that was the deal, right? Right when they told us before we went, "Here's the deal," but man, oh man, very quickly it allowed us to create some new habits and to be more present and kind of do one thing at a time. And we were definitely, I think, just generally overarchingly more content mm-hmm. during that time because of that, right? And well, there was a lot of things. I mean, the fact that we didn't, we weren't responsible for anything. We weren't even responsible for finding, you know, food at the end of the day for ourselves. I mean, we weren't responsible for anything besides just being on TV and doing weird challenges. So that that played a part too. I mean, we weren't Mm -hmm. trying to bounce, but I think it it was, you know, the second we got our phones back, I was, you know, I said, you know, I'm going to, you know, put some boundaries around this. I'm not going to abuse it. And that lasted a week. And then I was back to, you know, using it all the time, knowing, you know, making this realization about, you know, forcing myself by the way, which, was very hard. Even with a doctor's note, I think we ended up shooting a video that Friday. So a, the procedure was a Wednesday, and we ended up shooting a video on that Friday or something. We did something to where I was. I, so I, even it was very very hard to just say, "No, I need. I'm going to recover. I'm going to do." Like I I still was not perfect at this, but I sort of I love a list. 
And so I made some new rules for myself for the last 60 days of the year about ways I'm going to be intentional and slowing down. I'm going to talk about them here. And then I can now that enough time has passed, I can sort of report how um, I've been doing and things I've actually struggled with. All right. So let's brand this correctly. What are we calling this? This is my personal slow 60 challenge. The slow 60. Not 75 hard. Holderness. Well, 75 hard. And people who have done that, I don't know if you've heard of this, which is for 75 days, you follow, I don't know the exact rules. I've never done it, but you follow a diet does a, of your choosing. I love that you, you're encouraged to read every day, but then you work out for something like an like two 45 minute workouts. It is something mm-hmm. that, that my brain would break and, and that level of restriction. And, but people love the, the rules of it and, or, and just having a rule and a yeah. deadline. So that's, I, I do too. I love a challenge, a rule, a deadline. So that's sort of the inspiration. So it's the slow 60 challenge by Kim Holderness, trademark <laughs> Kim Holderness, Holderness Family Productions, 2023. As as you read this out, and I know a little bit about this, but I'm going to try to pay as uh, much attention as I can to the details because I want to know how I can help you achieve this. I've got my own things that I'm doing that probably started even before now that I'm trying to keep up with, especially during the holidays. I think it's a great time to do it. But I, I want to help you achieve this. I want to know when to intervene, when to encourage. Yes. Uh, by the way, I've been I've been trying to to help with all these things and I want to just make a note. She was talking about going back to work 2 days later. I tried like hell to get you to take the week off. Yes. During during that surgery. No, it's self-inflicted, and, honey. And it is but it is very interesting your resolve when it comes to that and it is very admirable as like it, it's part of your DNA, right? It's how you were raised just to always be working. I see it in your entire family, your entire mm-hmm. extended family. It might be your entire extended family's most admirable trait is this. And so <laughs> I bet just because it's part of your DNA, that's got to be tough for you, right? Well, I think that we, I would imagine everybody, but especially in our house, productivity was celebrated mm-hmm. and being busy was celebrated. And I don't think it's a bad thing. But I think there is a bad side, a negative side to that in that it is so hard to rest and do nothing. And I have to say, the person I'm trying to work on this with is my daughter because she really, she is very, she's such a great kid and she's so... She's a junior in high school, which, if you guys remember, is probably academically the most challenging year. And she's just doing so much. And she believes in all these things she's doing. But I have to try. I'm trying to encourage, like, the value of rest and what and how restorative yeah. that can be creative, you know, creatively. I'm going to use the word my words now. But resting is such a struggle for me. So having some rules about it has been helpful. More on this after these words. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain. If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. All right, I love this. There's a framework. It's the Slow 60 by Kim Holderness, trademark 2023, the Holderness family. And you have five major pillars in the yes. Slow 60. Yes. We're branding okay. the bleep out of this. No, my gosh. Okay, so by the way, I wrote a blog post about this. And I know. We'll, we'll put a link in there. But I'm your hype man here. Okay, I love this. Something I'm trying to do every day and it is, I've failed. I think I have done this every third day, but I need, my days go better if I meditate. And for five minutes, I ha- I am not to the point where I can just sit there and freewheel, meditate, sit there and clear my mind. I need to use an app mm-hmm. to do this, to have some sort of guided work. I, I started off strong November 1st. I started meditating, I would say every day for about a, uh, five days. And then something happened. You know, I've been trying to wake up early to do this. And I think I, I got sick. That's what it was. I got sick. I was, I was like under the weather for a few days. And so I chose to sleep instead of meditate and that's fine. But I think that this morning was the first day I kind of like got back on the, on the wagon with it, you know, mm-hmm. consistently. And I'm, I'm going to commit to that. What does your meditation look like? I have to, the reason why, and I need to get over this too, the reason why I try to wake up early to do it in silence is because I feel a little exposed when I'm just sitting there with my eyes closed in a space. Like I want to have, having just people around would be such a distraction. So I need to have a door closed, something, you know, a quiet space in it. I'm sitting, I think you know, most people are sitting up in a, you know, crisscross applesauce, but I'm usually sitting in a chair mm-hmm. with earbuds in and listening to a guided yeah. meditation. I just finished a book on ADHD and meditation. You finished writing the book, by the way. Well, that's, yeah, it's basically out of our hands now, which yeah. is pretty great. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I should have mentioned that we, yeah, we yeah, wrote it. One of the things I discovered is that meditation is difficult for people with ADHD or even who are on any part of the spectrum of that when it comes to executive functioning and not being able to sit still. And one great piece of a recommendation I got was 
we can meditate with our eyes open. So for mm. me, it's like, honestly, my meditation is sitting on a porch mm. um, with no phones, no nothing, and just looking out at the street. Yeah. And so there, are, I guess that's my way of supporting anyone who wants to try to meditate that it doesn't have to look like crisscross applesauce. Yeah, so. I think I, I think that's great advice, Penn. And I think there are some apps, the Calm app, I think even mm-hmm. has some walking meditations. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And one of the things that I would love to do, and so as a woman, I don't feel necessarily safe to take a big, long walk without my cell phone. Although when we, you know, Michael Easter wrote this book, The Comfort Crisis, and part of it, he gets to, you know, he talks about rucking and he talks about going on, he oh, talks yeah. about He's like big rucker. R- walks and being out in nature with, don't even bring your phone with you. It doesn't even matter if it's on silent vibrate. I think that's the thing a man can say as a woman. I always feel like I want to have my phone with me. And so... But I'll go around our block. I'll go around our neighborhood, but I won't go too far without my phone. But I've been trying to do that. And I will do things like I'll pick a color and I'll force myself to be present by like looking for that color. And right now there's such pretty colors in North Carolina Mm because of the fall. So I'll pick purple and I'll find so many purple things on my walk. So that's that's been sort of a walking meditation. So speaking of walking, I think we should get to our second thing. Yes. In in the uh, Slow 60 by Kim Holderness, trademark 2023, the Holderness family. <laughs> move. I'm going to meditate every day and I'm going to move every day. Uh, daily exercise helps my mental health more than it helps my waistline or my butt at this point. Some days it'll be a big, you know, gut busting workout, which I love. But mm-hmm. some days just a simple stroll around the neighborhood. And I think as the weather's turning right now, it's beautiful where we are. But in December, it'll get chilly, and this will become harder for me because the draw of the couch will be strong. So this is something, Pen. Yeah. You know, I think I am the type that I love encouragement, but if if you say sometimes it feels like I don't want my I wouldn't want my husband to tell me what to do because I struggle with that. But you could say, if you notice me on the struggle bus, you could, could say, have you taken a walk? Do you want to go and like, uh, we can go on a walk together, something like that. All right. I need the exact language. Fair. You know, do you understand why I'm yeah. asking for the exact language? Yes. Hey, okay. hey, do you want to go for a walk? Do you want to go for a walk with you yeah. or like you should go on? You understand? Yeah. No. Like what, like what if I'm working? I don't have time to go for a walk, but, uh, but I want to support I would say, you. I'd say, hey, I'm really busy right now, but I think you should carve out time for yourself to go walk. Uh, you want me to should you? You mm, want me to say, I yeah, think you should. should. Ooh. I can't should you. You cannot should me. You, you guys, uh, we're I get huge really fans triggered. of scripts here because I want to support you, but I, I'm i imagining, no, hey, I get super hey, babe, triggered. you should go hit the gym. Like that is no. generally not what we, yeah, not what we like, go I'll, with. I'll go hit the gym. Hit the gym right up your... What if you said... I, hmm, what if you said... Have you given... Have you, have have you, you taken... Tre- have you treated your body to... The gift of movement. <laughs> yes. Your body is a wonderland and <laughs> you need to, to create time and space for your mental health by moving. You promised yourself you would move. Get your butt out the door. But Okay. Again, I've got to be careful over here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we haven't gotten there yet. You, because there are a lot of times you've been, uh, I, I will say because of pens that, you know, We've talked very openly about the history, uh, family history of dementia and Alzheimer's. So he's he's 
fighting at like a ninja. And so he has a sauna now that he got for his birthday. And so he's been so good about getting into the sauna every day. And you keep saying, do you want a sauna? And I, that just is not, I should, I should, but again, we don't should ourselves. I, can't, yeah. I just don't have interest in it really. And so every time you're like, do you want to, do you want me to leave it on for you? I'm really good about saying no. So okay. I think you said you would remember you made a promise to yourself to move every day. Period. Period. I think I just, I think the, the less is more when it comes to this. Yeah. Fair. Because if there, that's the one, because that like, that's not me telling you anything. That's me reminding you of something that you I said. made a promise to myself. There it is. Okay. Supporters. <laughs> My accountability buddy. That's how no, you that's do good. It. And I do need support in this because yeah. it is so easy for me to get yeah. off track and to put myself last. Yeah. Can, can I intersperse some comments from people who have read your blog about this? I would love some interspersion. Okay. So Peg Shaw wrote this. She said, I read Kim's message and realized it described me almost perfectly. It's no way to live which is what mm -hmm. you referred to. And I know it. So I'll give this as a, a try as well. And this is the part I want you to read that's most important. Full disclosure, I have tried this before. It worked for a little and I'd fall back into my bad habits. It's worth another shot and as many shots as it takes until I find the perfect balance. Mm, I love that. I feel like a lot of people feel that way, right? Like there's, I mean, there's a, there's a hard 75 and a whole hundred and a soft 60 and all of these are like, they're all contingent on sticking. Right. And I think admitting that it's hard and sometimes you fall back into it is a good, it's a good thing that Peg did there. Thank you, Peg, for sharing that. Yeah. I, there's so much evidence about the negative effects of stress on our daily lives. There's so much medical research about what consistent stress does to our body. And not all stress is bad. Some yeah. stress is very good for us. And I think that I'm trying to minimize this, the self-inflicted stress that yeah. I'm placing on myself. I think, okay, ready for the third thing? For the Kim's the Slow 60 by Kim Holderness? <laughs> Minimize multitasking. This has already proven to be my biggest challenge. I love to listen to podcasts as I'm making lunches, as I fold laundry. I scroll social, social media while I'm waiting in line. I This has been so hard. But listening to music instead of, first of all, I am still getting my news, especially what's happening right now in Gaza and Israel. I'm still getting my news, but I don't need to have the bombardment of information at every turn. So I've been listening to, guilty, I've been listening to a lot of Christmas music, but I'm trying to reduce even that to be more present as I'm, folding laundry, doing dishes, going about my daily activity. I'm trying to reduce the digital multitasking that I'm doing. I was in, I was getting a pair of pants altered and there's this great little alterations place in the mall. So I was going to pick them up and I was behind this woman and bless her heart. And, and there's no problem with this. She was having every, she brought in every window treatment from her house to, she was like, she was, trying to have them all hemmed an inch and the lady across the, so she brought them all in. So there's, I mean, every single room in her house. So she had, you know, a stack of 20 window treatments and she wanted them all hemmed by one inch. And first of all, that's an incredible expense to have somebody do that. I have a sewing machine. I could have done it for her, but 
the lady looking at her was like, that's a lot of effort for like one inch of fabric. But it's obvious that this woman, it was something very important to her. But I was also sitting there in line as they went through every single one to make it sure it was pinned properly. So I was probably standing there for 15 minutes while I had to just pick up, hand them the green ticket to pick up my pants. And again, it's fine. This I, I But I had to really challenge myself. I kept re- instinctively reaching for my phone. Oh, I would have, yeah, I would have reached for it immediately. Reaching for my phone, yeah. reaching for my phone. But what I would have done is checked an email. I would have sent a text message. Like I would have filled that time. And instead I sat there. I was like, oh, that's a pretty pattern. That's like, I, I tried to, I had to force myself to look around and just be present. Mm-hmm. And it was a much more enjoyable experience, believe it or not, for me. Yeah. As somebody with ADHD, I would imagine that would be problematic. Yeah. So of, of all the things that you talked about in your blog, I think the, the two most frequent topics they commented on one was the, obviously your ablation, which I think a lot of people had gone through. Um, but this, this point is a big one. And I I had some comments and you are so right. A lot of it, it comes from neurodiverse types of brains. Mm -hmm. So Alison Rainville wrote my ADHD self needs to have the TV on while I'm folding laundry just to get through the task. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I'll wander off in the middle and it'll never get done, (laughs) but it's never TV. I actually have to concentrate on. It's usually a rerun or a movie that I've seen a thousand times. I am, I'm in camp Allison and I want to say just again, I'm not trying to plug my book too much, but I do recommend that our type of brain, like folds laundry while watching TV. Yeah, it is. And I think waiting in line and I, you know, I've got another one about, I agree with almost all of this. This is Patty Volherbst. I agree with almost all of this, but have a slightly different perspective about phone scrolling while in line. I usually find that helpful. It often helps me from, keeps me from feeling resentful about waiting in line. That's better for me. And also for the clerk at the end of the line. So I'm not saying that to say you're wrong. No, it's different brains. I, I, I thought that your example of being able to look at the patterns and learn something from it is so great. And I guess I'm just like, I'm almost second guessing the advice that I'm giving people in this book, which is when it comes to tasks, just find a way to get through it. No. So I think the ADHD brain, it, there's science to prove that it needs that sort of yeah. whack-a-mole type of you know stimulus well, or just a reward system and so and yeah that's kind of what it is for for the tv like you get to watch this rerun if you finish this task so this is why i'm saying like you guys can join me on this and maybe it yours looks different but this for me personally i it, it so i have to tell you like i i had a pile of mismatched socks and Typically on a Saturday when I'm, you know, doing the getting the house ready for the week ahead, that sort of thing, I'm kind of going through the house and cleaning it up. I do have either a background show or a podcast or something going. This Saturday, I forced myself to attack the pile of socks and it became almost meditative Mm -hmm. in a weird way. That sort of mindless, repetitive task of, you know, God, we have so many socks and just sort of going through it helped me it it made time go slower yeah but it it forced me to be present in a way that i am not naturally and that i have to work at so again this is my brain that leans towards anxiety when it has too much stimulation but yours without enough stimulation would probably be anxiety inducing there's a way for this to work i think for my brain and i think it's when you 
include either reward or intentionality with it because we do like we do want to do less of this right i think if you're if you're needing to use some stimulation as a reward for doing a task that's being intentional about it like mm-hmm. hey i'm folding laundry but because i'm getting this done i'm going to watch reruns of 30 rock right and so that kind of double multitasking I think would work but I think you say it out loud or you think it out loud or you make it intentional and you don't let that dominate the rest of your day like Mm -hmm. you don't do that same thing the rest of your day like when your son is talking to you or your wife is talking to you or your daughter has a story like you've got to be intentional about not doing those things while that's happening yeah yeah we've always tried that yeah okay number four my fourth thing this I've been doing pretty well at, uh, sleeping with my phone away from the bed. I had been really good at this for a while, and then my grandma got, got sick and wasn't doing great. And it was one of those things where, you know, you're sort of waiting for that call in the middle of the night. And so I brought the phone closer to my bed, and then it just stayed there for a couple months. And I would sit, th- I was back to the scrolling TikTok at night as my sort of numbing to sort of chill my brain out. There's, there is literally no study out there that says scrolling your phone for an hour before bed is good for you. Like if it, if it is show it to me, cause you know, I'd love to see it, but it is, it's not good for my brain. So yeah. So the phone is across the room and I've been doing more reading. I'm going to give you a hell yes. And everyone, there's very little argument to this. Right. It's so hard though. I know. The fact that you've done this is incredible. Just hearing you say this, I think I've got to find a new book. I've got to find something. And I think it's got to be, honestly, I think it's got to be a paper book. That's why I I don't do Kindle well because it's still a screen. Right. And I'm I'm reading the book and then I'm like, huh. Yeah. you You know what else I have in my iPad? Yeah. Literally everything. Yeah. So thank you for taking the the lead on that because I think I've got to get back to that as well. Katie Carroll agrees with you. This hits home and cuts to my soul, sister. Yes. Slay. Slay. I am 100% on board. The mindless scrolling of social must-haves is causing so much chaos. I'm diving headfirst back into the basics. Right? And you just described the basics. I think that's a good, good positive vote from Carrie. I think everybody could do a better job of this. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, my last thing, but the thing I've enjoyed the most. Uh, finding moments of joy every single day. There was something going on on social media. We've talked about it here before. So there are things that if you go throughout your day can kind of trigger you. And they can, you know, trigger anger, anxiety, PTSD. And those are easy to find. So I don't even know. I would love to credit the person who came up with this. So please, if you know who started this, let me know. They're looking, God, wish it's like looking for moments that spark joy. So being, you know, flipping that on its head and instead of looking for all the things that spark, you know, a trauma response, looking for those moments that glimmer and looking for moments that spark simple, simple joy. And we've, again, finding the extra in the very ordinary. And I have really, really, I've been trying to journal most mornings too. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to journal because really isn't it the little moments in the day that make it so like this morning we were sitting on our back porch and it's fall here, which is so special. And it started just raining leaves 
And my instinct, I literally started to reach for my phone to try to capture it. I was like, no, Kim, no, stop. Just look at it and enjoy it. And, and like just appreciate put it in your brain hole put it in my brain hole but my first instinct was to capture it on a, and I had to I was like slapping my hand I was like no be <laughs> present just enjoy this so and then yesterday my mom I had we had a couple of really funny moments yesterday but yesterday so my car will read text messages out loud yeah we got to figure out what the, I don't know if that's carplay that's doing it or if it's it's definitely Siri connected to something I think it's just Siri connected to carplay in which case many of you can do this as well well and I think every modern car has this you have you yeah. have a 10 year old car so it doesn't do that but um my kid so it, Penn and I picked up PC from basketball practice because we were out and about and my my phone started reading a text message from my mom so my son started texting me so it would read out on the loudspeaker, and it was hysterical. It, so I, I want you to try this. Please, please try this. <laughs> please try this if you have a car play. Have, have someone in your car who can send you something. Just had, We just discovered this. A space, A space, A space, A. Just go on forever. For infinity. Like 50 of them. And for some reason, this poor woman who so, is reading out Siri, it sounds like this. PC Holderness said, He would do some capital and some lower weird, uneven moaning from Siri. (laughs) It was a little weird. And so, like, I think PC was laughing for a different reason than Kim and I were laughing because it just sounded like... Something different. Yeah, and, and, but, oh my gosh. She says... I almost had to pull over. I was laughing so hard. PC Holderness has sent you a, a message that not in English. Would you like me to read it anyway? And so he did that. He sent me about 20 of those. And we, for whatever reason, it just tickled us to the point where we were laughing so hard. And, you know, he's, he's an easy laugh, that kid. And he, that's one of the things I love most about him. But just hearing him laugh and my husband laughing and we were laughing and we were stuck in traffic. But it brought me, I was like, it just filled me with so much joy, this really simple, silly thing. Yeah, so I've just been... Instead of looking for the things that might trip me up during the day, this is the thing I think I've done a really good job at is every single day trying to find something to bring that brings joy. And I've tried to say it out loud so that my kids are hopefully, I'm setting an example of finding those little things. I think you've done really well with this. So how would you grade yourself in, what are you, nine days into this? Mm-hmm. What are your A pluses on this list and what are your needs improvements? I think anyone who tries this would love to hear a progress report. I think my needs improvements are the um, multitasking mm-hmm. because that is such an ingrained habit to reach for um, my phone or to fill time. So mm-hmm. I have to take PC to an eye appointment and I'll bring my computer cause I don't know how long it'll take. So I'm not considering that really like I don't need to force myself to sit in a waiting room and I do have work to do, but hopefully I can do one thing, not 12 things as I'm filling my time. It is it just filling my time unnecessarily yeah. has been, I think the hardest thing and meditation. I think meditation offers the biggest benefit. I don't do it well and i need to get 
better at that. Do you feel like you've missed anything because your phone's been away from your No, bed? and yeah. and it's and it's true that if there's something big is happening, then I will find out about it somehow. Yeah. And, and I'm still on my phone. You know, like I yeah. I've, I haven't locked my phone away for 4 hours a day. Sure. But I have it's so funny. I've put my phone down and I don't know where it is for an hour or two. Yeah. And that has been sort of lovely. But I think also because my daughter's driving now and my kid's in school and I'm, it's so honestly scary being in school. I mean, I'll just say it. I think I'm terrified every single day I'm going to get a call about a shooting. I don't want to be far from my phone. Right. <coughs> Sorry. I don't want to be far from my phone when my kids are in school. Yeah. I mean, we can always just say one of us will have it nearby. Yeah, we'll I know. Okay. We, could, um, we could take turns. But I also want to say this is not a plan to do or achieve less. I still have a lot of work goals I'd like to accomplish. And I think we are still, I hope, being pretty, we're being pretty productive and creative at work. My goal, and I, I'm testing a theory, is that in, in theory, I would be able to be more creative because my brain is not so full with nonsense. Maybe? Yeah. Love the theory. Like we, I don't know how to uh, quantify that except if we do it over a long period of time, is it going to make a difference? And so if that's the case, I'd like to help you out by doing some of these things as well and see if it helps. One last comment. Mm -hmm. Andrea Hagberg Meager. Mm -hmm. I hope I got it right. We need to get back to Sunday as a rest day. In mm. other countries, cities are literally shut down and nothing is open Sunday. It's family day. I'd be 100% on board with that and think it would greatly benefit us here in the U.S. Like really one day of shut it down. We struggle with that. I, I will say so. We experienced this again on The Amazing Race. Our, our first day out, we were in Switzerland. And again, they sent us to places that were not as populated um, because we were still during the pandemic then. So purposefully we weren't in big crowded cities. And then the, f the first day back was a Sunday. Mm -hmm. So we were trying to go find directions to get oh, places yeah. Yeah. and nothing was, no, restaurants weren't open. Shops were not open. Nothing was open. And in Europe, it is quite customary. Everything closes mm -hmm. and it is just assumed that you are taking that day. And if the whole town is shutting down, what do you, I mean, what are you going to do? So it was frustrating because we were trying to find directions, but oh my gosh, I was so, I just envied that. I loved that. Yeah. Right now there's such an expectation. I mean, kids are playing sports and there's games on Sundays. There's practices on Sundays. There's, yeah, we just fill it. We fill that day. It's so hard. Well, that's great advice. And I think, Kim, this is a great, this is a great soft 60. I think we're going to owe people a progress report in about 50 days when this is all over. I think, honestly, this is very, I haven't seen a lot of these that have been, I think, reasonable, attainable, maybe sustainable because you're not putting diet in there. Diet is like, it's just the hardest thing to hold on to, mm -hmm. but it's other things. And right. so that is attractive to me. And I, I just, like, I can't wait to hear how it goes for you and for anyone who's listening. Thank you for, thanks for the TED Talk, hon. Well, I just would love to hear feedback and other ideas of how people have successfully slow, just 
slowed down. Just created a slower life. And if it's possible to sustain while still working full time, raising kids full time, if it's possible to do that, I'd love to hear feedback on that. Hit us up. All right, so Love rest of the day. Take, take the rest of the day off now. We're good. No, no, no we're good. Slow sixty. No, unfortunately, no. Season two of Foundation isn't going to watch itself, <laughs> honey. Um, <laughs> we got well. We got stuff we get to do. We feel yeah, very. We honestly, can I also say. It is such a privilege to be busy, especially right now. We we love and feel so, so fortunate to get to do what we do. So I will never complain about that part of it. I feel really lucky. Right on. Okay, love you. Love you guys. Love you, babe. Good job. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.